I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and lie. I'm still flabbergasted at this R. Kelly super sperm situation. Like, really. No, seriously. I'm trying to figure out if these sexual assaults occurred between 1998 and 2010, which is a 12-year span, and they said they got physical evidence, which is shirts. It says shirts with an S. Shirts. With R. Kelly's semen on it. And it's 2019. And if these women was in custody of these articles of clothing, because it's supposed to be evidence that was given to the district attorney's office by the victims, or the prosecutor's office by the victims, right? So if it was in their custody all these years as articles of clothing, I'd like to think that it's either articles of clothing you you probably could still fit. Maybe they're t-shirts. Maybe they're shirts that, maybe they're just still the same size, these women, okay? Maybe from 1998 to 2009, which is literally 21 years, over 20 years, maybe you're still the same size, okay? Maybe in 2010, let's say that was the last incident, from 2010 to 2019, it was nine years. Maybe some girl still has a t-shirt or whatever. Maybe you still wear it. But if you still wear it, I'd like to think that you wash it. That's my whole thing. I'd like to think that if it's an article of clothing that you still own, that's very much a part of your wardrobe that you still actively use and wear over these years, whether it was 9 to 21 years, because it's anywhere between 9 and 21 years ago. <clears throat> I'd like to think that you've washed it. And, and through these washings, years and decades of washings, that the sperm would have eventually come off your clothing. Now, is it possible that some of these women have clothes that they're still holding on to because people are hoarders, right? That they still hold on to from when they were younger, that they may have necessarily given to Salvation Army or you have necessarily, they haven't like hand, you know, they didn't hand down to anybody. Yeah, it's possible. And it's possible somebody would have said, well, do you have, you know, is there any kind of clothes? I mean, what would they have asked them for? Panties? Do you still have panties from when you were 13, 14 years old? Come on, most people say no. You're supposed to be changing your panties up anyway. I don't know anybody that would say they still have the same. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. If you do, you do. I don't know. But so, I mean, what would they say to them? Give us all your clothes that you ever had between the, um, between uh, 1998 and 2010. I was trying to figure out how this would just come into play. So then I said, look, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Because I, I said, if, if R. Kelly's sperm is surviving anywhere from 9 to 20 years after he busted that shit out, and it's still traceable on people's T-shirts or whatever, he got that super sperm. He got that super sperm, do, 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 do. forget super base, he got that super sperm. So I started to look more into the super sperm. I needed information. I went to Google, and I typed in super sperm. And, of course, <clears throat> nothing came up that's going to help me figure out what I need to know. So I went back to basic sperm and semen, and I started studying it, and then I started looking into sperm and semen as far as, like, staining and removing the stain, a lot of interesting things about removing semen off your clothes, ladies, if you need. And also, I was looking into specifically how long after washing could you detect semen on the clothing. Now, there's no specific time frame for how long semen can stay on the clothing. 
what was said was is a lot of determining factors that will determine just about how fast it will come out, such as what temperature you're uh, washing the clothes at, the detergent that you're using. <clears throat> and they all said the same thing. Every article I read said the same thing, which was pretty much you would have to wash whatever item of clothing it is, a panty shirt or whatever, it would have to be washed several times. Now, it didn't say 10, 20 times or literally 100. It didn't make it seem like the levels of washing would have to be drastic, like you would have to literally wash it 100 times. That's how hard it is to get out. It didn't make it seem like it just said you'd have to wash it several times, okay? Now, I did find out some other crazy things about sperm, such as, did you know that if you wash, uh, like, you know, people do laundry and they put people's clothes together? And they wash clothes and everything comes out smelling nice and everything. But I found out that you could literally put wash clothes in the washing machine and sperm deposits could still be floating around in the washing machine in the water as you're washing it so that it actually transfers onto other people's in the household clothing. So that people could potentially be, I mean, hey, like I said, after a few more washes, <laughs> I just told you. After a few more washes, it's completely out. But it it seems like you know it it just kind of st- it stays there. <sighs> My point with these ladies and this this thing is somebody was still holding on to a shirt. I don't know if it was a male. I, I would like to think it was their shirt. I would. It could have been a male shirt. You know, sometimes little ladies keep old shirts or something. They maybe they had an old R. Kelly shirt or whatever. And they had sex in it and they kept it or whatever. But my point is. Somebody was holding on to these shirts, okay? They still wearing them. If they still wearing them, they got to wash them. There's no way you ain't washing them. So it's either a bad hygiene thing or you a nasty bitch shit. Or it's just the kind of thing like you just so happen to have it tucked away in the, in the, in the spot. And you were trying to think of the times you slept together. And you just so happened that one of the um, T-shirts or things that you used to wear to sleep with them. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Just so happened to be that... um. You found it, and you said, listen, this is something that you could test, and they found it. But I'm still, like, in shock. I'm, like, from 1998 to 2010, and just some sperm just sitting on there. Like, I don't know. I still feel like it's some kind of planted evidence. You know, I don't know how that would even come out, but, I mean, the, the sad thing about it is if it's your DNA, it's your DNA. It's just kind of damning. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't want to be catching, <clears throat> you know, I mean, just just doesn't look good, you know. But I'm just still kind of, I still kind of just question that because I'm like, if you owned the damn thing, even if you owned it around the time, you, I, same thing. Like, you either gonna wash it, or you're gonna throw it out. I, I like to think this is me, right? I'm the type of person that even if I keep old clothes around, because sometimes you keep clothes but you don't wear them. Like you stop wearing them for around, you stop wearing them. But because it's been some a while that they've been like in storage or in duffel bags or <clears throat> stored away, they might kind of have like, like you know, not, not a smell to them because they're not dirty. But maybe they might smell. So you might say, mm, let me just like really like really sort out everything and rewash everything and re- repack everything and put them away, kind of thing. I still would like to think that before it got to the point where you said, I'm not gonna wear this shirt no more. I outgrew the shirt. As in, I'm growing. I don't want to wear this shirt no more. I don't, maybe it's not even a, a nice style anymore. Maybe it was really like a 90s style type of shirt, and I don't wear that thing no more. But it's really cute, and I always like this, so I decided to keep it. By the time you decide to retire the shirt from your wardrobe, I'm pretty sure it got worn and washed a couple times, just those several times that science says it would need to be taken out. So, <clears throat> honey, it's super sperm. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just super. If, if that is true, that that I, I haven't seen anything that said that it could be twenty. The only way they said it could be like twenty years later or nine years later, is if exactly what I just said. Um, the night that it happened, the night that the sperm hit, or the day or whatever, whenever they hit the sperm, poopy was deposited onto this shirt. It would be that um, from that night on, it was never washed. And then in that situation, even if it was stored away, especially in a dry place, they said, or also a moist place, but especially a dry place, anywhere that's dry, it wouldn't matter if 10 years or 20 years went by, as long as nobody washed the shirt, especially if they didn't wash the shirt, it doesn't matter how many, that's the only time. <clears throat> so either you're holding onto a shirt that you know you was raped in or assaulted in, that's dirty as hell, that you carry with you for the past 9 to 21 years from house to house. Literally, you know, people move. So every time you moved and you were packing stuff and you were sorting through things and you're trying to figure out what you fit and you don't fit and what you don't want anymore, what you want anymore, like women do all the time because sometimes our closets just get too full. And we're like, listen, I don't necessarily want to part with all my things, but at the same time, I got to admit, like, I ain't got no more space here, right? Ain't no walk-in closet for me yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to clear up some space. I just don't see how you had to at some point you didn't just say, oh, this reminds me of that time. Let me throw it out. Or, uh, there it is, and there's a stain still, let me wash it, something like that, you know what I'm saying, or, like, maybe you, maybe you wore it to work out a few times, maybe it, be, maybe it came one of those shirts, like, I don't wear it as an outfit, but I wear it to sleep, or as something, but why do you still have it, you know, and the fact that you still have it, you, you have to know that you still have it, I just said, for all these reasons, like, you sort through your clothes, you know, when you sort through your winter clothes, you put them away, you bring out your summer clothes, you put your summer clothes away, you bring out your winter clothes, you move and you gotta sort through your clothes, you do doing laundry, you sort through your clothes, sometimes you clean, you find old shit, oh shit, I forgot I had this, I could have wore this, the point is, you're constantly running into your clothes, how the fuck you didn't see this shit, to either see that it was still dirty, to clean it, to see it, to see, like, oh, I don't want it, no more to throw it out, or you saw it and you washed it and you wore it a few times as to the fact that you still own it now, 9 to 20 years later. And I think that's just my stance on that. Or this is only if, I'm sorry, I'm, I've been going crazy about the super sperm thing for a little while since I talked about it. I was flabbergasted about this. Now, that's one scenario. The one that says that that actually happened that way. But what if it happened the way that I suggested in the previous episode, which is that they never had a shirt ever, that nobody does this shit. Nobody would hold on to a shirt for 29 to 20 some years with a stain on it, let alone not wash it, <laughs> let alone not throw it out. I just don't, I'm trying, but I can't seem, I, it's not, I can't seem to get it to work for me. I don't comprehend, okay? What I do see is puppets. Puppet, puppet masters in the background controlling all the puppets. The puppets would be the victims from Javante to R. Kelly's um, brother. Everybody was in a documentary <clears throat> as far as telling the story. Everybody in the documentary looked like they didn't need a check. I don't care what nobody said. You got a wife that's screaming for $20,000 for child support. You got Javante with long sideburns that was reaching down to her knees. The girl had like an eight mile finger wave down the side of both her cheeks. I don't know what that was about. Then she came on with a bra underneath a damn trench coat with some thigh-high boots and thought that was a whole outfit. Javante needed a check. Our Kelly brother clearly needed a check. His ass is sitting in jail. His commissary is not full, okay? Everybody on there look like they missed their opportunity fucking around with Robert, including fucking Sparkle. Don't get me started with Sparkle. 
Sparkle look like a, look like a broke Mary J. Blige. She looks like she also needs a check, and she also looked like <clears throat> she was trying to stay face with the family, but this dumb woman done messed it up for herself a second time because she should have never brought it back up again. That's how I know she needs a check, and she's not loyal to her family. Sparkle has absolutely no integrity because this goes back to that Steve Harvey shit because if Sparkle had integrity, she would have said, this is my niece that already got dragged through the mud. To reopen this can of worms, they're probably going to bring up my niece up anyway. This already had hurt and divided me and my family, right? Now I'm going to bring it back up again. Trying to think that if I bring it back up, it's to tell people my side, but I'm still bringing up my niece again. You know that her family don't want her talking about it the same way that the, the girl's face is still blurred when they bring up the picture. That's when I was like, Sparkle, what are you doing? I was like, you, you over here talking because you're trying to say you're trying to warn people about R. Kelly. You need to just worry about your family and you just keeping the fuck up out of here. You want to check. Don't get me started on this shit. So whoever the hell is puppeteering these uh, victims, then you got the same puppeteer master is controlling these mothers. <clears throat> Everybody's coming out all at the same time. Who also happens to get a producer in line to shoot this documentary, which I mentioned in the last episode. It's just like everything is just like all in play. And I just feel like somebody just kind of like, you know, people stage evidence all the time. Sperm from our Kelly could be collected all the time. I mean, it could be through condoms. You could have paid somebody to just, who was a young girl, to just sleep with them too. Or somebody who was of age to sleep with them and just saying, just just get us some of that a little bit while you sleep. Just, you know, put it in a napkin and just bring it out. Boom. It's not a big deal. It's kind of like when um, CSI or what, 48 hours or something, trying to get some DNA, sometimes they can't get the guy to give it and they can't, they don't have the, um, the court order that says that they're, the person is mandated to, you know, basically supply saliva or some kind of DNA. So then what will they do? They'll follow them around, wait for them to kind of drop a cigarette butt, pick it up, put it in a Ziploc bag, get tested kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like some, you know, there's always little tricks and things that you can, especially if you just want to take somebody out. I'm not saying that the man didn't do it. I'm just saying it's weird. Everything is just weird. And also it's, it's a lot of people that should be going down right along with them. You know, I could only imagine the number of people that's going to come out for this trial to give witness testimony. So if El Chapo's testimony was over 200 hours long, I imagine that R. Kelly's is going to be about the same, if not longer. Okay, and the man didn't even kill anybody. <laughs> All he did was just have too much dick to go around. <laughs> That's what he did. I feel bad for Kells. But, I mean, he looked, he looked good for his age, I think. Everybody clowning Kells and his appearance. I don't know that he looks that bad, you know. I feel, I don't know. I personally think that the man was minding his business. She came out nowhere. Oh, by the way, Chapel's Corner, you should know that we've reached 18,000 downloads. And the, the um, downloads have finally, I wouldn't say fine, but they started to, you know, because I remember at one time it was high, like, every two days, and so I think the last time I recorded on the numbers was maybe two weeks ago, so, but it's still a great month for Chapel's Corner, so I just want to say thank you all for listening, and boy, has it been an eventful year for us as far as topics and discussions, and I mean, hopefully it continues that way, because I feel like it's just the beginning concerning Smollett and especially R. Kelly. Like, Smollett's just done, you know. Oh, speaking of Smollett, 
Have you all seen the um the Daily Show with Trevor Noah did a skit on the entire Jesse situation? If you haven't seen it, you can go to YouTube. It's type in Lifetime Life Jesse Smollett Lifetime movie behind the scenes. And it'll pop up. And so it's Jabuki Young White, who's so adorable, by the way. Isn't he like so adorable and so fun? He's, I don't know. I just, I could watch him all day. Anyway, I know he's, I know he's that way. I'm not just saying he's adorable. He obviously stars as the leading man, Jussie, or Juicy, Juicy, as the Nigerians call him in a skit. It's hilarious. You got to watch it. Excellent job. Excellent. Great job. A lot of people been going, and Uncle Snoop put a post up with the with the Lionel. Remember the Lionel Richie? I'm sure everybody's seen that one by now. Snoop dying. I'm like, yeah, Snoop. That's how that's how you tell the truth and shame the devil without having to worry about who gonna like you at the end of the day. Snoop done paid his motherfucking dues. He ain't got he don't gotta kiss nobody motherfucking that. Okay, shit. Snoop is up here cooking with Martha, and he he cook when you know Snoop don't give a fuck about what nobody gotta say when he say I'm gonna cook up with Martha, and it hit it was a hit, but you know he don't give a fuck. I'm paying my dues. Not only that, Snoop is from the hood. I know he probably ain't been there for a while, but I know Snoop is from that generation of OGs that literally did not forget where they came from. Nigga know good and motherfucking well what it's like to get jumped, hit up, and all of that shit. Drive-bys and all of that. He even had the hydraulics on his vehicle. Rolling down the street, smoking endo, sipping on gin and gels. Come on, tell about my Uncle Snoop, and you're going to be running out here. He the real thugs and the gangsters is not respecting that. Actually, they can't put Jesse in jail <clears throat> talking about that he got jumped by this and the third because real niggas in jail. Well, they wouldn't even put him in general population, duh. But if they did, I mean, like, it would be over for Jesse. Please, they would make him his bitch. First of all, Jesse be buying everybody on fucking C block. Every fucking thing. All the commissary be late. He just be calling everybody home like, just send them the money. Just just put money on his books, mom. I just, I owe him. Bitch ass nigga. He, he be buying a whole motherfucker. He be fucking putting money on everybody in jail commissary. They be bitch. Bitch made ass Jussie. Jussie the bitch. Yep. Something else I wanted to say. Oh, Jussie. Yeah, let's talk about him real quick. <clears throat> Briefly. So, you know, um, your boy has managed or his team has managed to come out with another damage control story, which basically saying that Jesse did not pay 3500 to the brothers for the attack. Now they're saying that this is just TMZ. All right. TMZ is the main person that reported this, saying that their sources, a.k.a. Jesse's camp, Jesse's family, wink, wink. <laughs> you know, has told them that that was not the case. Now, so everybody that I see reported is not a major news media company. It's pretty much like other, you know, lower level people who blog or whatever. But it, when they're mentioning it, they're specifically saying, hey, we heard this on TMZ first. And TMZ is the one who's telling us that their sources told them. So this is pretty much where it's going. So we all know that for the first person who's dropping it is TMZ. TMZ at this point is like, please, like you're wishy-washy. Women, you're here. Women, you're there. We can obviously tell your team, Jussie, and there's some political things going on, but I don't know that they're necessarily just team Jussie right now for the sake of being just team Jussie so much as it's like Jussie's camp gave them the story so they could break it. They're probably the only ones that's, and paid them 
at the same time because you don't do nothing for free. Nobody's just busting out a story and not getting paid for it. So you got some kind of compensation for it. Now, this $3,500 check is now being said to be have used for some kind of five-week training nutrition program. I'm sure you heard, right? Bullshit. I call bullshit all the way because... One, who, who the fuck writes checks? I'm not saying people don't, but let's be honest, guys. Like, it's 2019, it's Venmo, it's PayPal. You can say, no, there's a lot of safe ways to transfer money to somebody. And also, it's documented. It'll, it, you could find it in a transaction history. You can get a summary at the end of the month. It's not like it's, you'll never be able to prove it or, or um, have some, some kind of a way to get your money back. God forbid something goes wrong. The point is, <clears throat> it's Cash App. I can go on and on, right? Or you could just pay cash up front. Um, why? Who writes in the memos anymore? Old people do that shit. If, even if he was going to write a check, right? Do you really write? My mom used to do that. Like, literally write in the memo what it was for. If it was a gift for someone, if it was a wedding, something if it was their birthday or something. I mean, like, I'm sure maybe Jesse's like, oh, no, just for my... I just want so I could remember. So when I'm balancing my checkbook, I can know that I gave it to Abel and Ola. No, you know who you gave the $3,500 to. My, now, oh, Abel and Ola. If they, oh, Abel and Ola, where you at? If they was right here, I'd be like, I'd be like and sons, what, what are you doing? What, why? You take $3,500 from a man you know has money. I would never take a check from Jesse. You got too much motherfucker. Motherfucker, we work together. We're co-workers, bitch. Or did you forget? Like, I have a pretty good idea how much you get paid. Not only that, motherfucker, I know what day you get paid. I know you ain't going to try to play me up like your ass is hard up for money right now. Where the fuck is my money? Training, drugs, or attack, bitch. Pay me up front in cash. You run around here with no motherfucking paper check. What I'm doing with that? I can't do shit with that. I know you didn't come up to the spot buying drugs with a check and then just happen to put that it was for a training on the low. Also, I'd like to remind everybody that this entire dialogue with the Nigerian brothers started at Nigerian American brothers started off like this. I'm going to need your help on the low. You gonna, I need you to meet up with me face to face so we can discuss it. First of all, you're going to need my help on the low. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds suspicious to me. I don't know how it can't sound suspicious to anybody else. Second, if you just needing them to train you and put you on a workout diet because you have an upcoming album, March 2nd, and also you have music videos to shoot, why is it such a big secret that you're getting in shape for your new album, your new tour possibly, and your new video? Like, would that be so hard for us to believe? I don't think so. You trying to keep that on the low? That you're going to help me? I don't want people to know that you're training me. It has to be on the low. And also, why wouldn't you just ask them on the phone or call them on the phone? Or just simply say, hey, this is what it is. Or before you get up with them, you could be like, it's about this. I want you guys to train me. But I want to talk about it more in detail because I'm kind of busy right now. But I'll be in the area when, when it's up, when's a free time for you to meet. At least you can give them a heads up as in, you know, I don't want nobody to know, but it's about workout. Shit, nothing popped up about shit about working out. <clears throat> also, if they got, though, the sources, a.k.a. Jesse's Jesse's mother told TMZ that, well, this, this, this is the one that gets me, that the brothers told the grand jury the same thing, that they were not paid $3,500 for the attack, that they, that, that they were paid for the nutrition thing. Don't know how true that is because that's what sources say. But then my whole thing is, wouldn't that have kind of like 
shattered the, their credibility. But then I said, no, not really, because just because you can't prove that he didn't pay you $3,500 for the attack doesn't necessarily mean that they can't prove that they were in touch the days prior on the phone and also can see them riding around the neighborhood scouting out potential uh, what do you call it? I should say sets, potential sets to 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 stage the attack, and um, shit of that nature. You know, the fact that they were in in the in the cab, they have them in the cabs and the camera. So I feel like there'll be other damning evidence, but at the same time, the brothers would have had to. What are you gonna say now that he we did it for free? Is what I'm basically getting at. What are you gonna say? We did it for free. There's no way you did it for free. I don't know what's going on here. The, watch this shit get nuttier and nuttier. Brace yourselves. Get your pops corns. I get my popcorn. It's like, I don't know what to say. I wonder what he does at night now, though. I wonder if Jesse be crying himself to sleep. I don't know what he's doing. You think he's, you think he's thinking of another story to tell TMZ? I feel like the title alone of the story for TMZ kind of um, is like the tone of what the family or what Jesse would say. Uh, Jesse Smollett did not, in caps, pay the brothers $3,500 for the attack. You could have just said not. Nah. We could have read it fine just like that. Why did that have to be in caps? I just feel like the whole tone was just kind of like, this. If, 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 it's like Oja when he said, if I, if I, if I, <laughs> if I, if I did it, this is how I would have did it. If I had done it, this is how I would have done it. It's the same thing. It's like him just talking, but just trying to make it through a third one. Tell him that the sources, yes, yeah, sources, my fucking ass. Sources his family. So <clears throat> that's all we got here. This is not the year of the black man. The, the reason why I talk about the year of the black man, and I, I want to stress that, is because I remember a very long time ago. It was over 10 years ago. I was watching VH1. It was the end of the year, literally like New Year's Eve weekend. And they always do those end of the year shows where they tell you the top 10 this, or the most embarrassing, the, the highlights of the year, whatever, whatever, whatever. And they had a segment in the show, because they don't have the show anymore. It was like a VH1 something where comedians did like side comments and all this stuff. It was really funny. Of the man, the black, the year of the black man. And I said, the what? The year of the black man. And they went through the highlights of um, all the wonderful things that happened to black men that year in anywhere from athlete, athletics or to cinema, to everything, music. There was like nothing or no sport or thing that black person was in that didn't kind of, something good didn't happen. Hell, I think even Tiger was still winning back then. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how real it was. And I was like, awesome. But I remember I was in shock and almost brought a tear to my eye. I said, I would have never thought. And I remember since that year, I have been paying attention and keeping watch, wondering when it'll come back. It's like, it's like Haley's Comet. That shit comes like once every 435 years or something like that because I haven't seen that shit yet. And so every year I'd be looking and every now and again you might hear me just say it. Like, this is not it. It's not the one. It was not 2018 and doesn't look like it's going to be in 2019. And then we got to play the game of who's next. Like, we have got to play the game of who's next. So they pinged off Bill Cosby. Child, I'm serious. It's not funny anymore. You know Chris Brown barely escaped by the, the 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 white of his teeth of child what if he was if he was not in france <laughs> and the first <laughs> i'm telling you ain't no telling what would have happened with that one over here child he could not they just almost barely caught him it says ass down kanye finally shut the fuck up because he was just oh my gosh that was another one and we just don't know who's gonna be next
So stay tuned, guys. Again, thank you all for uh, over 18,000 downloads. And I will see you all next time here on Chapo's Counter.